Hey, here's a fun question. Over the next six to 12 months, how will you and your church measure success? Maybe asked another way, how will you know if what you're trying to do is actually working? Now, maybe we need to back up for a minute to before the pandemic and how you measured success then. Do you know how you did? Maybe you don't, and if you don't, that's okay, but now's the time to start having the conversation because you should really know how that's happening, and here's one of the big reasons why. Whether you talk about it openly or not, everyone on your staff team or your elders team or your membership role is taking stock of what's happening at your church and deciding for themselves whether or not it's working. If you've ever heard anybody talk about an event or a ministry that used to run in the past but doesn't run maybe now, they might look back and go, well, back when we did this, we were more successful. And everybody in your church measures success somehow. That's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. It shows that they care because when somebody's measuring success, they're looking to see if what they're doing is working. The problem comes when all of those people measure it in different ways or use different metrics. Because when that happens, you run into problems with expectations and opinions and what should happen next and, and nobody's talking the same way, they're not speaking the same language. So in this episode, we're going to spend some time talking about how you and your church can measure things consistently. And we're going to start doing that right now. Hey there, once again, my name is Mike, one of the founders of Church Helper, and our mission at Church Helper is to help churches make every decision on purpose. And before we get started today, I'd love for you to like or subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel. It makes sure that you never miss an episode, and if you like what you heard, we'd love for you to leave us a review or a comment or share it with somebody else. And if there's any other topics that you'd hope that we might cover, please send those ideas along too because we love to just help you and your church out today. Okay, so this topic can be a little bit tricky because some people will jump in right away and say, isn't talking about measuring success something businesses do? Should we really be doing that as a church? And I understand why you might feel that way. So give me a minute here to clarify. When I'm talking about measuring success, what I'm talking about is finding a way to tell whether or not what you're doing is working. For example, uh, let's say you need some extra light, but when you go to turn on your flashlight, there's no light coming out of it. So you might say, this flashlight is not working. But then you take some batteries out and you put them in there and you turn the flashlight on and now the light comes out. And so you could say, this flashlight now works. What you're measuring success based on is whether or not the flashlight is producing light. Now let's take it a step further. Maybe you pull out a working flashlight but it's not bright enough to see what you need. Now you're no longer measuring success based on whether it turns on, but by how bright it is. And here's why knowing how to measure that success is so essential. If an onlooker sees you turn on the flashlight, they might think that flashlight works. But if it's not serving its purpose and what you need it for, then you're thinking this flashlight doesn't work. And when two people measure success completely differently, it's actually hard to know when something is working and when it's not. And this happens all the time in the church. I'm not going to get into too many examples today, but suffice to say there are a lot of areas where some people would say this is great, and in the same area other people would say we need a total overhaul here. And when this comes to a head the most is when in a meeting 
People debate whether or not something is working before establishing what working means. Uh, I think the deeper we get into this episode, you're gonna see a little bit more what we mean. Because whether people talk about it openly or not, there are many ways that churches measure whether or not what they're doing is working. So here's a not so complete list that I've compiled of ways people measure success in a church. Could be new baptisms, new member classes, conversions or confessions, Sunday morning attendance or midweek attendance, uh, offerings and income, YouTube or Facebook views, the number of people that say they like your Sunday sermons, the state of your finances, the type of building you have and how it looks and feels, or how many people you have active in your small groups. Now, on their own, none of the ways of measuring success that I just mentioned are bad as long as they all have a clearly defined purpose. For example, if your goal is to grow your student ministry numerically, measuring attendance is an excellent way to do that. But you still need to know what growing means because some would see going from 10 students to 20 as a success and some would see it as a goal not yet reached. No matter the ministry, one thing's for sure. If you don't have a clear sense of what you're measuring, you'll likely have no idea whether or not it's working. Now there's lots of good reasons to define success, but here are our top three. One, measuring success helps get everybody pulling in the same direction. Two, measuring success helps engage and attract both new and old church members. And three, measuring success always puts the mission before the method. And here's something that you might not have considered, but is likely true for the majority of churches right now. The way that you measured success pre-COVID will likely have to be different than the way you measure it post-COVID. And so this is a conversation you should have very, very soon. The easy example here is attendance, right? With so much uh, talk that only 60 to 70% of people are actually gonna come back to Sunday morning in-person services. If you measure it the same way, uh, you're gonna feel like you're failing even though maybe you know you might not be. And so in the short term, that's something you should talk about. Long term, knowing how to measure success will be key for your church, not only to make sure you know how things are going now, but how to plan for the future. So here at Church Helper, we've come up with five questions that you can ask your team to start this conversation off right now. Here they are. Number one, what are our goals? Here's why goals are so important. You know what you can't have before you have goals? A way to measure whether or not they're working. So if you haven't set any clear goals, but a bunch of people are either saying, this is great, or this needs work, then those statements aren't really based on anything. And that's dangerous for your church's future. If you don't have any goals, then now's the time to start setting some. And if you don't know how to go about doing that or where to start, then we'd be happy to help. Make sure you reach out to us and we'll give you a few ways to get started. Number two, who is going to measure our success? This question is fundamental. When it comes to deciding what's working, knowing who's measuring it is actually really important. Maybe it's one person or perhaps it's 15, but no matter who it is, you should know who it is. Many sports teams, especially in the playoffs, will block out the media and the outside noise because they don't want it to influence how they measure their successes. There could be a hundred reporters yelling about what they should do, uh, but they know that it's the team that determines whether or not things are going well and how to get them back on track. You need to make sure your team has a similar plan in place so that when one or two disgruntled people come to you and give you the what for, 
you don't feel like you need to change everything right away because we all know how that feels. Number three, how often will we review our progress? This is important because sometimes you can get a little bit itchy. You feel like maybe something isn't working or you're not sure whether or not you should be doing something else. Deciding beforehand how long you're gonna give an idea or a ministry to breathe really helps you stay focused. What you don't wanna do is make a long-term plan and decide three weeks in that it's not working and uh, you know go changing everything again. So ask this question of your team, how often will we review our progress, set a plan in place, maybe it's once a month or once every three months or once every six months, and then stick to that and be diligent to make sure that you give your ideas enough time to breathe. Number four, how are we communicating our successes and to whom? I'm sure you know this, but people love to hear about how things are going, whether or not they're going well or whether they need to improve. But before you tell people that, you should probably make sure you know how that's gonna happen. Because if some people on your team are saying, things are going great, and other people on your team are saying, things are broken, then you're gonna have a confused congregation and you're gonna manufacture division in your church by accident. So just make sure you know who is communicating this and what the message is. Number five, how are you celebrating when things go well? Do you know what people love? They love a celebration. So when things are going well, you gotta make sure everybody knows it. The more people that see things going well and moving forward, the more they wanna be a part of the action and a part of the team. So as a group, make sure you figure out ways to communicate that together. Those five things to talk about are really important. And you'll notice that I'm not gonna sit here and say this is what you should do or how you should measure success because that's not really important or relevant. I don't know what your church is doing or what it's trying to do. What I want you to do, honestly, is just to have a conversation about it, to ask those five questions, to make sure your team has it clearly and well-defined so that the next time you're looking at a ministry or an outreach and somebody says, how's it going? You've just got a good way to answer it. Hey, and that's it. Hopefully we've helped you and your church a little bit today. Make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast and or our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the new episodes that we drop each and every week. You can make sure you get a little bit of weekly encouragement and thoughts on how to make your church be one that makes every decision on purpose by joining our email list. And if you want to connect with us, please do that either through email or just go to our website, churchhelper.ca. And if you liked what you heard today and you want to pass it on to somebody who maybe doesn't take in content this way, you can head to our website, churchhelper.ca slash blog, and you can print out a full transcript of today's episode. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to see you again really soon.